Like, here's my question, though. Like, what is so great about white sharks? You feel me? Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, a.k.a. Just a Guy Being a Dude. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Yo, that's a, that's an ancient vine, bro. I'm talking the before times, before TikTok, before all that good jazz. Actually, speaking of ancient vines, I, uh, I saw this funny video yesterday. I'm not sure. It used to be a Vine, but it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube now because Vine is dead. But uh, it was like uh, how pen tappers in middle school thought would happen or what pen tappers in middle school thought would happen. And it was like super funny, but it reminded me of a story that like I will never forget ever in my life. Uh, it was from sixth grade when I was in sixth grade. And uh, like the school that I went to uh, in middle school was like split half and half. So like one half of the school was like a magnet school for like gifted kids or whatever. And the other half was at the local school, where the local, people that are locally zoned for that school, and this school was, like, in the trap, yo, it's like, the local part of the school was mad ghetto, <laughs> but I was, like, in the, the magnet side, uh, but they, they thought it was a great idea to have, like, one or two classes that mixed the local kids and the magnet kids, because they thought that, that would inspire the local kids to try harder in school, it's a stupid idea, but, uh, nonetheless, I remember I, I would, like, I would do pen beats, and my, my class, like, my math class, I had a math class, like the local kids and like the gifted kids or whatever and I, I would be killing those pendies bro like i was man i was heat with it i was heat with it but like the great the best memory i have was like uh we were in math class one day and uh like they were doing they were trying to do like a cypher or whatever a little freestyle cypher and they had some dude on the pen beats like some random dude bro and dude was whack man he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't doing anything anything cool with it and there's this kid named darian he was like one of like, the really popular kids and he was like bro just stop you can't make beats like John, dude. That was that was the greatest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. And you see, the thing is, like, you know, guys, like, we don't get compliments often, like, rarely. And so when we do get a compliment, we keep it forever. That was freaking what four, four, three, eleven years ago. <laughs> and I still remember it like it was yesterday, clear as day. I remember that entire interaction, man. That thing that gasped me, bro. I'm taking that compliment to the grave with me. I'm talking like on my deathbed, right? I'm going to grab my wife by her shirt. I probably won't even be married by the time I die. I'll grab my best friend by his shirt. And with my last breath, I'm going to whisper into his ear, you'll never make a beat like John. Boom. I'm done. I'm gone. Pull the plug. I'm out. <laughs> oh, man. I'm taking out deuces. See y'all in the afterlife. Be making pen beats with Jesus freestyling. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, it is Tuesday the 19th. We are back with the Duncan saga. Hope you liked yesterday's episode. A little bit different. A little bit different. I actually have two more little different episodes coming this week. I, w- I want to do like more of those kind of like on specific days, specific significant days from either time, holiday or whatever. Except from time. Like on a holiday or whatever. Or like a, or like a specific event that happened on that day in 2020. Kind of something like that. Uh, yesterday, I think it was all right. It was all right. It wasn't the best. I want to get better at them. But the only way I'm going to get better at them is by keep doing them. That's that's what's happening with the podcast. I make a, I, oh boy, since I make an episode every day, I keep getting better at them every single day. I think. <laughs> but anyways, this is what is was this chapter nine? Yes, this is chapter nine. Cool. So uh, if you should you should have already listened to the, the last episodes, so you should be already up to date. Although this episode isn't exactly isn't exactly a continuation of the story from last episode. This is more of like a 
and then another update episode. Because you remember a couple episodes ago, a couple chapters ago, I did a little bit, talked a little bit about my mental health at the time, and I said that, yeah, later on down the road, it'll come in and play like a pretty big part in the uh, things that happened. Yeah, so now is now is about that time <laughs> where where it's it uh, starts to play like a like a pretty big role in uh, my decision making. <laughs> uh, so. If you remember from that last episode, I said I was drinking a lot because I was feeling bad and uh, it had gotten pretty bad because like every day uh, when I would leave, I would drive home Jordy from work. She lived pretty close there. I drive her home, drop her off at home and then I would usually go to school. But there was a liquor store like right across the street from my Dunkin. And so like whenever I would uh, be driving home, I would stop there and pick up a bottle. And it started off like once like every other week and then it went to like once every week. Not to the point where it was really, like once uh, every other day, I was going up there picking up a bottle, a half liter of vodka, and I was like chugging that stuff down at this point. And it was starting to get pretty bad, and uh, Jordy kind of had like a like an intervention for me, <laughs> where she was like, "Yo, bro, you gotta stop. Like, yeah, it's getting pretty, it's getting pretty bad. Like, you're you're killing yourself, man. You gotta chill out." And I was like, "You know what? You're right. I don't even remember why I'm drinking so much. Like, I just I'm just doing it now because that's what I've been doing." Uh, so I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna cut it out." be sober, get back to a tip-top shape, John. So I cut it out. Uh, I was sober, no drugs, no alcohol, no nothing. Uh, and that lasted for all about eh, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Because <laughs> that's how long it took uh, for my mental state to deteriorate uh, into absolute madness, essentially. So, like, you remember a couple episodes I talked about burnout and, like, I was getting burnt out because I was working so much? Well, I feel like at this point it was, like, amplified, right? So, like, I was working six out of seven days of the week and out of those six days four of those days i was going to school so like i was constantly working either doing school work or working and uh like it, it began to really just like wear me down mentally and like before like, i would have pretty much i don't use had a lot of good days right where i could be sociable at work and friendly and whatever at work and every once in a while i'd have a bad day whether it's like i had a pretty bad episode so like i'm in a bad mood now or like, you know, just woke up not feeling it. And I, I was just having a bad day. And when I would come to work on like bad days, they, people began to recognize it. And like they would kind of stay out of my way and leave me alone. But now it was like I was having so many bad days. Like every day was like a bad day. Like I would come to work. I'd just be so upset and angry. And like uh, I'd have be so short tempered. And I'd snap like the littlest things. And uh, like that's when I know that like things are starting to go bad. Because, like, I hadn't taken any, like, schizo medicine since rehab. Because I felt like I had a pretty good control over it. And I did. And I really did. Uh, but it's just, like, in these moments of, like, high stress is when things start to, like, snap and break. <laughs> and, like, the problem is, like, for me especially, is like, when I start seeing that the signs that things are going downhill, you know, like being super short-tempered and all that. Like, if I talk to someone, you know, whether it's just, like, a friend I usually don't talk to my parents about it, but like, you know, talk to a friend or whatever about it, not even about it, just talking to another person, usually like gets me out of the right, like realigns my brain. But like, if I don't do that, it's like a slippery slope from there. And I didn't do it. Like, I just, uh, I just kind of like didn't want to talk about it with anyone. I was like, I'm fine. I'm doing my own thing. And uh, when things start to get bad for me, it's like, I essentially feel like the entire world is like conspiring against me. And like, uh, like everyone that's around me secretly hates me. And so I won't talk to anyone. Uh, I essentially just isolate myself completely from everyone and the world. Like whenever I'm not at work, 
at school. I was in my room. I barely talked to my parents. It was just like, I was be, be me, myself, and I like all the time. And like, I wouldn't answer the phone, wouldn't respond to text messages, wouldn't open Snapchat. I would not, I did not want to associate with like another human being at all. Like I would, I would isolate so much and just push everything like so far away and so far out. Uh, and the problem is, it's like my head, like I feel like it just gets so loud <laughs> at times. But see moments like this where it's like, I feel like it's just like a constant, it's just constant noise. And so like, I wouldn't sleep. Like I would be up for like two, three days at a time. Honestly, like, I just would not sleep. And so at this point, like my body was starting to like react <laughs> to this. Like my body was not happy with the way uh, I was living. Cause I mean, on top of that, like I was barely even eating too. Cause I didn't want to come out of my room. Like I didn't want to go downstairs. My parents were downstairs. Like I, I, I would, I literally avoid people that much to the point where I wouldn't eat. And uh, it's like, my body was not happy with me at all. Uh, Cause I was still pushing myself so hard, like still going to work at 4 a.m. and then going to school right after that till 7.30 p.m. And then not sleeping in between that, like that takes a pretty big toll on you. And like, I became fully convinced that the problem uh, that I'm having is that I'm sober. Like this would not be a problem if I was not sober, which is completely not true. But that's just kind of like how your mind works sometimes, I guess. Uh, and so like the problem that I was having, I'm, I'm not sleeping. I'm super tired. Being tired adds more stress from the brain. So like how can I just make myself not tired? Stimulants, obviously. Uh, like if you can tell from like the other stories I've told, like the overviews especially, I was a really big stimulants guy. I really didn't do depressants. I mean, I guess I drank alcohol for that phase, but it was always stimulants, you know, Coke, beans, MDMA, weed, because weed's a stimulant. And so, like, I was like, okay, we got to do stimulants again, get that going again. So at least I'll have the energy to at least go to work and put a face on. Uh, I, I couldn't do Coke, obviously, because, like, I used to do Coke when I was at Dunkin', and it comes super difficult because, like, every 30 minutes, you got to go to the restroom to re-up, and, like, sometimes you can't do that, so you just start coming down, you become an asshole. So, like, yeah, Coke was was out of the picture. So I just went with beans, right, because beans were super easy. Just take one in the morning, you're good for, like, seven to eight hours, great. Not so great this time, though, because, uh, like, yeah, sure, I, I was up and awake, and I felt like... I was solving the problem because I looked fine on the outside, but on the real, like, in, on the inside, like, I was just suppressing everything. Like, I was pushing everything down, trying to, like, block everything out, and, like, all that's doing is, like, building it up inside till eventually it's just going to bubble up and burst. And so, like, the, the thing with beans is, it's like, so, like, ecstasy really puts you in touch uh, with your emotions, so to speak. You really get into, like, an emotional state uh, when you're on ecstasy, but, like, my thing is, like, I don't do emotions like that's not my mo like i suppress my emotions so 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 much <laughs> it's pretty unhealthy uh so like when, when you're doing beans and you're, you're kind of getting touch with your emotions or whatever i would like use all my effort to push it down and suppress it and so it like, got this i was like this weird like middle space where like i wasn't sad and depressed but i wasn't happy and feeling good i was just like empty like there's just nothing inside it's like emptiness and like everything around me just felt like it was getting worse and worse. I was having a lot of problem, like family problems at the time as well. Uh, Cause like my sister and my parents were like fighting a lot. And like my sister was like my go-to person, but now she wasn't around much anymore. And so like, I, I couldn't talk to her. Cause like when, even when things get bad, like I usually don't talk to friends or whatever. My sister, she she's usually there for me. She's always been there like since the beginning. Uh, but now she wasn't around anymore. So I felt like I was doing it on my own. And that just made the isolation worse. So then, like, I'm doing more. Like, it was just a really bad cycle. Uh, it kept, like, going on and on and on. And the entire time, it's like, I just felt nothing. I just felt numb. And, like, I, I just didn't care anymore at that point. 
Like, uh, like I wasn't putting in any effort at work anymore. I was doing the bare minimum to get by. Like, when like they try to call me in or whatever, like they usually do. And honestly, I, I just wouldn't answer anymore. I just didn't want to go in. didn't want to see people. I didn't want to be around people. Like, uh, my schoolwork kind of, like, not even kind of, definitely took a big dip. Like, I stopped going to class. Like, uh, things were just, like, things were just getting bad and getting just worse and worse. It was not pretty. And, like, I, I really felt like my life was just, like, an infinite loop. Like, every single day, I was just doing the same things, like, over and over and over again. Like, all of it was just the same. And, like, I was just, like, losing myself in it. Like, I, like I was so bored of it. It all became a chore to do. And, like, I really just lost the sense of who I was. Like, I for, like, forgot what it meant to be John, I guess you could say. And I, st I started making, like, some really just, like, really out-of-character decisions. Uh, but that, that is for the next chapter. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. If you did, give it a like, give it a rating, all that good jazz to show that you loved it. If you enjoy this podcast, follow the podcast so you can never, wait, what? No, so you don't miss out <laughs> on any episodes. There will always be a new episode every day, 8 a.m., right here in this exact same spot. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else? Oh, yes, if you want to talk, questions, comments, concerns, just want to have a good old chit chat. It is at hat on Instagram and Twitter. But besides that, that's all I have for you today. I will see you tomorrow. We got a, got a special episode coming for you tomorrow. 8 a.m. same place, same time. Wait, yeah, whatever. Either way, I'll see you then. Have a good one.